What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for being a loyal listener of the podcast. If you haven't already gotten my first book, Live Better Now, it's officially out on Amazon.com. I want to give a huge thank you to everyone that's already purchased the book, reviewed the book, or shared it with friends and family. It really, really means a lot to me. Thank you guys so much. Go ahead and visit Amazon.com and purchase Live Better Now. I say before we get into the meat of the content and the context of this episode, I want to introduce R Blank, my guest today, technologist, entrepreneur, writer, and podcast host. Some of his key focuses are working tire- tirelessly to help make technology safer by providing free education, webinars, an email newsletter, videos, articles, and ebooks to his growing audience of tens of thousands. Uh, started and founded Shield Your Body, right? Yeah. Amazing. And this is a a company, a brand that's going to help you live a healthier life because it wasn't until recently did we start to learn more about these negative effects on our health from all of our devices. And um, I was really looking forward to this conversation today. So R, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you so much, Zach, for having me. It's a a pleasure to talk to you and to to, to educate your audience on this stuff. Absolutely. So... um, I'm very into biohacking, physiology, living a healthy life. And uh, one thing that I don't really do is shield my body from (laughs) EMF radiation. So can you talk a little bit about that, educate the audience a little more on what that is, where it comes from, and how it can negatively affect us? Sure. So uh, great question. Great way to start. EMF stands for electromagnetic fields. It's a form of energy made from a combination of electricity and magnetism. And in, in our daily lives, we're exposed to these forces uh, from anything that communicates wirelessly. So that includes cell phones, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, as well as anything that runs on power. So that includes our refrigerators, our blenders, and the power lines that, that make them work. Now, there's this whole spectrum of EMF, right? It exists on what is called the EM spectrum. Right in the middle of the spectrum is visible light. And so sunlight is a form of EMF. And until about 150 years ago, it was the only form of EMF that all life on Earth was really exposed to. Uh, There's a couple other small ones like the Earth's magnetic field, but really it was sunlight. Now, there's certain forms of EMF with more energy than sunlight. Those are called ionizing, and they include things like X-rays and gamma rays. And everyone knows these are really, really, really harmful, even in super small doses which is why when you go to the dentist, right, they put a lead coat on you uh, and then the technician leaves the room before they give you an x-ray. Now, there's other forms of EMF, and those are the ones I was just talking about, like the ones that come off cell phones and power lines. Those have less energy than sunlight. And it was long thought because that they're non-ionizing that they were safe, that they were benign. But about 100 years ago, science started showing that this wasn't the case. And then in more recent decades, the science has gotten stronger and stronger, showing that even very, very, very small doses of this stuff can have a real measurable biological impact, physiological impact, and is associated with a wide range of negative health uh, outcomes and diseases, uh, ranging from sleep disruption uh, up through infertility, and then birth defects and cancer, right? And those are just a few. So that's the the kind of elevator pitch of what EMF is. Got it. Okay. All right. So um, my cell phone. I'm going to use a very I'm going to use a very common example. I always have my cell phone in my pocket, 
You know, sometimes yeah. I wear like a fanny pack type thing, which I see that you guys have, which I'm very interested in that goes across cross body and I keep my cell phone in there. Now I, I have so many questions, but I guess my first question is this, is it, how bad is it if my cell phone is in my pocket? So that's actually, and I, you know, I, I'm going to try to couch everything in, in terms that, that, cause my goal isn't, isn't to terrify anybody. Cause I know when people start learning about this, it's easy to become sort of overwhelmed with concern. And that's not my goal. Um, cell phones and pockets in my estimation, and it's also bras, right? Cause a lot of women carry their cell phones in their bras is likely one of the biggest, if not the biggest source of a person's exposure. Uh, even given all the wide range of sources of EMF in our lives, it is the phones and pockets and bras right up against the body. And the reason is, right, cell phones have a lot of power. They need to be able to communicate over miles, if right? And when they're right in your pocket or in your bra or anywhere right up against your body, you are getting a full dose of what that phone has to, to give uh, for extended periods of time. And so, and, and for years on end, right? Because right. people just do this. And so it tend, uh, it not carrying your phone in your pocket or your bra is one of the top things. It's actually in general, the first thing I tell people to do or to put it into airplane mode if you are carrying it right up against your body uh, okay. because it is such a significant source of exposure. And I'll just throw in one more thing here, right? If you read the manual for a lot of these devices, they'll tell you not to do that. Right. They'll say there should be a minimum distance between the device and your button. This includes I, this includes iPhones. Wow. There should be a minimum distance, but it's, you know, in the small print in the uh, in the manuals. Of course. Now, when when this cell phone is right up against my uh, genital area or when a female is holding her phone up against her breasts, what is uh, scientifically occurring? Is it that the the radiation and, and the the waves are going through penetrating the skin into the body and breaking down the cells or is it is it forcing like negative energy into the body can you tell well, me it's, yeah it's sort of both right so okay. and there's a huge amount of science i know we have a little bit of time here so but the the answer is yes it is definitely impacting the cells there's a, a set of studies done in the 90s by a couple of researchers named dr henry lai and dr narendra singh and they showed at the time they were using cordless phones, but it's very similar. And they showed that exposure to cordless phone radiation uh, destroyed DNA, right? It caused these what, what, what are called strand breaks. And that's when the, the DNA strands break apart. And that's a mechanism by which mutations occur or cells can die, depending on how bad the damage is. And that is, that is heavily peer-reviewed research replicated many times. Uh, there's other research um, about voltage-gated calcium channels, um, and it, it, so and this uh, some of the 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 best stuff on, on this topic is done by uh, Dr. Martin Paul, and what he shows is that exposure to cell phone radiation impacts these voltage-gated calcium channels, which are on the cells, which it, uh, leads to uh, a, a disruption in how much calcium is allowed in and out of the cell. This is a key mechanism by which oxidative stress occurs. And oxidative stress then leads to accumulation of free radicals, inflammation, and all sorts of other damage, right? So you have me key mechanisms in the cells that are impacted just by regular doses of cell phone radiation. And some of the diseases that you'll see manifesting, right, you see they're, they're uh, obviously infertility, uh, particularly in men, 
uh, infertility, subfertility, and erectile dysfunction. Um, I will say uh, that for for people who are interested in that, um, fortunately, just stopping carrying your phone in your pocket will uh, restore the health of of the sperm because the sperm is regenerated every day. Right. And so there's studies that show this, that, that there are men who carry their phones in their pockets have much lower sperm counts. But when they stop carrying their phones in their pockets, uh, it, it can be restored. But it's not just the infertility. Right. You, you're seeing increasing links to uh, more concerning outcomes like colorectal cancer. Um, so there's all as well as prostate cancer. So there, there, there's a whole wide range of negative health impacts that can result from from that particular type of exposure. Yeah. So. um a lot of people that are listening right now, you know, they may not be biohackers. They, they might, they may still be eating sugar and processed foods. And the last thing that they're concerned about, the last thing that they're concerned about is the radiation coming off of their cell phone, right? So what are some very simple ways, some simple ways that someone can reduce the radiation coming from their phone and do AirPods help minimize EMF or does that increase the EMF radiation? Yeah. AirPods are definitely increasing your exposure, right? Okay. So AirPods use Bluetooth and Bluetooth is basically the same as Wi-Fi radiation, except a little less powered. So wired and headphones would be okay. Wired headphones or the Done. wired headphones or speaker mode are the way to go. Done. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next piece of advice is like I just said, stopping carrying your phone in your pocket or your bra or if you do, put it into airplane mode. When you put your phone into airplane mode, it essentially stops all the radiation coming off of the device. And there's a whole lot of stuff you can still do with your phone in airplane mode. Uh, next thing is to turn off your Wi-Fi device, your router and devices at night when you're asleep. You're not getting any value or use out of them, uh, but, uh, but you're getting that whole exposure for you know six, seven, eight hours, however long you're sleeping. There's uh, one human optimization guy I, I talked to uh, who runs a retreat in Indonesia, and he stopped. He started turning off his Wi-Fi at night, and with his aura ring, he could measure uh, instantly. He was getting 15 minutes more of deep sleep every night Amazing. just from turning off his wow. Wi-Fi. So, and then uh, another one would be never to hold your phone up against your head. I mean, we covered that a little with the headset. Always use headset or speakerphone mode when you're holding it right up against your head. I mean, again, this is one of those things where if you actually read the manual, you're not even supposed to do it. Um, but you're getting a really big dose in a really vulnerable part of your body because it's the brain, it's the eyes, and there's a whole bunch of really important nerves up there as well. So, so, and, and the final one I would say, cause just giving a short list here is not sleeping with your phone or again, turning it into airplane mode. If you do for very similar reasons, right? You don't need the, when you're getting no value out of the technology, right? If you're asleep and your phone's on next to you, you're not actually using it. If you're getting no value out of the technology, kill the exposure. Cause that, those are the easiest ones to get rid of without changing your enjoyment or experience with technology. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then I was going to ask, um, you know, are there any phone cases or anything? But I notice the Shield Your Body phone shield, the Shield Your Body phone pouch, the Shield Your Body sling bag are all great options if you want to reduce that EMF. So can you talk a little bit about the technology um, that you have, That's what, whether it's patented or it's specialized to, to your products that reduces uh, the EMF radiation? 
Sure. So if people, your listeners go out and just search for EMF protection, there's a whole lot of different options out there, some of which are based in science and some of which aren't. My products all use shielding technology and shielding technology. It's universally accepted science. It goes back about 200 years when a British scientist named Michael Faraday first invented the Faraday cage, uh, which is a term many of your listeners might know. And what he showed is that when you weave conductive metals into certain patterns, you can block and deflect EMF radiation in the other direction. And in the intervening 200 years, it's gotten a lot easier to actually weave those into uh, into pieces of fabric, right? So a lot of our products, our apparel products that we use silver, uh, our non-apparel products, we'll use different materials like nickel and cobalt. And so with the foam pouch, for example, which is our most popular product, that is designed with radiation shielding at the back of the pouch and no shielding at the front of the pouch. And so you hold it uh, on your belt or in your pocket and it deflects the radiation away from your body while still allowing your phone to work and function as, as you'd want. And so that for people who, you know, I told you my top piece of advice is to uh, not carry your phone in your pocket. But I know just by dealing with people every day, there are people who can't do that or aren't willing to do that. And that's where a product like the phone pouch comes in because it makes it safer to carry right. your phone in your pocket. And so all of my products are based on shielding technology. We have independent lab data posted on the website. We have testing videos posted on the website. And I have a guide for free that shows people how they can test my products for themselves uh, in order to, to see that they're actually working with, with real quantifiable measurements. Yeah, no, this looks great. I'm looking at the phone shield and the phone pouch. I, I see that the phone pouch, the phone is easily accessible, right? Now the phone shield um, how, how does that work? Not scientifically, but where does the phone go in or is that kind of so, just wraps yeah, around so, it? No, no, that's a great question. So the shield, it's more like a, a nice card and it, it's, uh, it's designed to go in between the phone and your body. With all EMF shielding, you want the, pro the shielding product itself to be in between the source and your body. And that's how it deflects radiation in the other way away from away from your body. And so the, the 5G phone shield is designed to be in your pocket between your phone and your body. Amazing. Now, obviously, we want to reduce EMF as much as possible. But this is this is the type of thing, guys, um, that, you know, it slowly creeps up on you. What's that story about the frog? The frog is sitting in in, in some warm water and and every minute, every second, the water temperature goes up a degree until he realize he doesn't even realize he gets cooked. Right. And this is a, I think that's a pretty good analogy on like what this EMF radiation is doing to our bodies. We don't see it day one, year one, year four, year seven, year 12. But if we have our phone in our pocket every single day for 30 years, you know, we are definitely going to feel uh, the, the effects here. So, um, R, what, what, what's some advice you got for, you know, the audience? I know you gave great, simple advice no phone in the pocket, turn off the Wi Fi at night. Don't have your cell phone in your room. No AirPods. Uh, I'm going to start using wired headphones. I'm so happy that we had this conversation today. But is there anything else that you think the mass, mass of people do not know that we didn't hit on? Well, so I'll throw in one other factor that can help people kind of because once you start realizing that the sources that that, that EMF is actually biotoxic, it's it's a toxin, uh, and then you start thinking well, there's a lot of it around me. And then you start realizing there's more and more of it every year with all new products, all new networks. I mean, right. think back to your, your, your home when you were growing up and compare it to right now. Right. 
Right. So, but there's a lot that you can do to control your exposure and to reduce your exposure. So the point is not to freak out. The point is to realize what's happening and to take that control. And so obviously the first thing that you can do is getting rid of the sources of EMF that you're not actually using, right? You see all sorts of crazy products out there like kitty litter, smart kitty litter boxes and oh smart God. tampons. And oh you just don't, God. even a smart fridge, who needs a smart fridge? So don't get these additional sources if you're not right. actually needing them. But then the yeah. second key thing that I want people to understand is that distance really matters, right? Because the power of EMF radiation diminishes exponentially with distance. So when you're using this technology, keep it as far away from you as is practical, right? So like my laptop that I'm talking to you on right now, that is feet away from me. I have a wired keyboard that helps me keep it further away from me. The distance really makes a difference. And that's another great way to reduce your exposure. Okay. I love that. And just to be crystal, crystal clear, just so I am preaching the right information, it's the Bluetooth and the Wi-Fi is what we're – like when you say smart fridge and smart tampon, it's it's that these devices have Bluetooth technology, Right. Yeah, I mean, there's, yes, but I mean, it depends on the technology. So there's Bluetooth, there's Wi-Fi. Some other devices use a, a protocol called NFC. That's how like Apple Pay works. And some of them actually have cell phone connections. So it, it all, uh, so they're actually communicating with, um, with the cell phone networks. Got and it. so it, it depends on the specific piece of technology and how it's designed to run. But they're all using similar frequencies. So the difference between all of those isn't as big as, as, you mu as one might just uh, suspect. Okay, amazing. R blank, thank you so much for your time today. This was an amazing episode. I, uh, I, I wanted to uh, thank you sincerely for everything. Um, everyone that's listening, go ahead to uh, Twitter where you can follow Shield Your Body at Shield Your Body. You can follow them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram. You can follow them on YouTube slash Shield Your Body for all socials. Um, and then uh, if you got any questions, feel free to uh, reach out to our blank. And uh, is there anything else I'm missing, my man? No, just the website at shieldyourbody.com. That's it, shieldyourbody.com. Um, R, thank you so much. And I look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you, Zach. This has been great. My pleasure. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Talk soon.